In Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You cannot go against the scriptures in the New Testament and be approved by God. For the scriptures show the will of God. So we renew our mind to the word of God. In James chapter 4 verse 4, we read that those people who try to be a friend of the world are enmity with God. For whosoever will be a friend of the world, supporting the world, supporting individuals in the world or in the churches who do worldly things and live by worldly concepts, which are contrary to the word of God, if we approve those people and support those people and are a friend to those people, which is what friendship means, being a support to them, then we are the enemy of God. Let's read James chapter 4, verse 4. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. If you're going to show support for someone in the world who is a homosexual, a lesbian, or an adulterer, or a fornicator, if you're going to approve those things, you are going to instantly become an enemy to God. By the New Testament Bible, we know what God approves. So always we must consider what does the Bible say about this? And when we think something, we ask ourselves, where is that in the Bible? For we know truth from God by what is written in the Bible and by the Holy Spirit, who always conforms his speech to the Bible because he only speaks what God shows him to speak. He doesn't speak of his own ideas or his own opinions. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished, unto all good works. I was watching television one day and that Catholic Pope came on screen and he said, well, I think it's okay to be a homosexual. I don't know any reason why you wouldn't. And I screamed, what about the Bible? See, it's always, what about the Bible? What does the Bible say? 
Romans chapter 1. Start at verse 26. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. So in the sight of God, he calls them vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. No, I do not support gays, homosexuals, lesbians, transvestites. No, I do not. Why not? Because the Bible shows me these are vile affections, that these are sexual perversions. Sexual perversions. God created the male and female. And they changed that creation from the creation originally intended by God. They corrupted the creation. You can read about that in Mark chapter 10 and several other places in the Bible. When I was a new Christian, one of my friends was a Catholic man who had become a Christian about six months before I did. And he was really excited about things of God. As we were talking one day, we were talking about all men are created equal. And we started hunting for that scripture in the Bible. And we couldn't find it. I owned a small business at that time. And my bookkeeper's husband was a professor at Dallas Theological Seminary. So we decided to go to Walt and find out where that is in the Bible. When we couldn't find it. When we presented it to Walt and asked him, where is it in the Bible that says that all men are created equal? He said, that's not in the Bible. We were shocked. We thought it was in the Bible. So many things are spoken by men as truth when they're not in the Bible. We have to prove everything by what does the Bible say? Pam Paget was raised Catholic. Then she was born again, and then she left the Catholic Church, but she began looking for certain doctrines that she was taught in the Catholic Church. I guess this was before she actually left the Catholic Church. She was looking for doctrines that they were teaching, and she was hunting them in the Bible. And she was just shocked when doctrines that they were teaching her weren't in the Bible. She said one of the doctrines was that Mary ascended into heaven like Jesus did. Now, they did teach that Jesus ascended into heaven, and that is in the Bible. But Mary, show me the scripture that says Mary ascended into heaven. Show in the Bible where it says Mary ascended into heaven. Mary is dead. Jesus said the people who die are asleep. And when he returns, the dead in Christ will arise. Certainly, Mary was an honorable person. The thing I remember her 
saying the most was what she said to the angel when she said, Be it unto me according to thy word. But we don't worship Mary. When the wise men brought gifts to the baby Jesus, they gave them to Jesus, the gifts, not to Mary. Mary was doing the will of God. Paul was doing the will of God. We are doing the will of God as we follow God. But we worship God and we worship the Word. Well, Pam said she was just shocked when she couldn't find doctrines the Catholic Church was teaching in the Bible. And then at some point she left the Catholic Church and went to a non-denominational church and she found sins in the non-denominational church. And they were in the area where they were permitting divorced women to remarry and men to marry divorced women. Matthew chapter 5 verse 32. Jesus says, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. If you divorce a faithful wife, she will go out and remarry, and that will be adultery when she does that. But you will be the cause of her adultery. And the man who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Matthew 5.32 We had a man in our church group, and I learned that he had filed papers to divorce his wife. So I called him, and I said, Was she committing fornication? And he said, No. And I said, Well, that's the only scriptural reason that you could have to divorce your wife, fornication. So he removed the divorce papers from the U.S. courts and did not divorce his wife. In churches, they've greatly twisted this scripture of Matthew 5.32, where Jesus says, Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. Then they're saying, I've heard them say this in churches, to the women, if your husband is committing fornication, you can divorce him and remarry. When you look at scripture, you must compare scripture with scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 10 and 11. In those churches where they were teaching that, that the woman could divorce her husband and remarry if he was committing fornication. And they were using Matthew 5.32. They were saying in their hearts, if this applies to men, then it must apply to women. And they weren't looking at scriptures upon scripture because in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 and 11, Paul says, And unto the married I command... Yet not I, but the Lord. This is a commandment of the Lord for the New Testament church. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. 
Paul speaks of this once again at the end of this same chapter, 1 Corinthians 7. Let's see where that is. Verse 39. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. Now, the, some of these churches will say, we don't go by the law. You don't go by the law of Moses concerning the sacrifice of animals, the Old Testament law of Moses, but we certainly go by the New Testament laws of God, rules of God. And Paul is writing this to the New Testament church. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord, only another Christian. Romans chapter 7, verses 1 through 3. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth? For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if, while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. She shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. There are so many sayings of the world that are not correct. They are not according to the Bible. They're opposite from the Bible. We've heard people say things like, you'll never get out of this world alive. And they seem so clever when they say these things. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51-52, Paul says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Will be changed into another body, but there will be people still living on this earth in these human bodies at the time Jesus returns, and they will be changed into another body and leave this earth. They will not have the type of physical death that most humans have. We hear people say nothing lasts forever. Matthew 24, verse 35, Jesus says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. A pastor told um, a woman from our church group, went to a pastor to find out if she could remarry after divorce. This was a long time before we met her. She went to a pastor to find out. And the pastor said to her, I see no problem with women remarrying. My sister is divorced and remarried. So this woman happily married this man that she wanted to marry after she'd been divorced. 
Then she was born again and read in the Bible and realized by the scriptures she committed adultery. She was so angry with this pastor for telling her this. Why don't you just go to the Bible if you want to know something instead of going to a pastor? Why don't you just go to the Bible and compare all the scriptures that are in the Bible, in the New Testament Bible, on that subject? Proverbs fourteen twelve, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. After I was born again, my best friend, who was Baptist, said, Joni, you shouldn't be having all these problems now that you are a Christian. 2 Timothy 3.12 Yea, and all that will live godly lives in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. 1 Peter 4, verses 12-14 Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, for the word of God, for saying, a man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. If you be reproached for telling what the scriptures say, then happy are ye, for the spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. Also, after I was born again, the same woman, Baptist, I asked her, I said, well, now, what do we do now? And she replied, nothing. I thought, nothing? We don't do anything? After you become a Christian, you don't do anything? What does the Bible say? Revelation twenty-two fourteen. Jesus says, Blessed are they that do God's commandments that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. We do things. We follow the commandments of God in the New Testament Bible, conforming our lives to those instructions. What about the doctrine of once saved, always saved? Revelation 3, 5, Jesus says, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. We should see by this verse of Scripture that our name can be blotted out of the book of life if we fail to overcome by doing the Scriptures in the trials of this life. There are many sayings in the churches as well as in the world which are just not true according to the Bible. Paul said, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. He said that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Prove your doctrine. 
Pay attention as you read the Bible. Look up subjects. Compare one scripture with another scripture. Pray for God to give you wisdom on the scriptures to show you his truth. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It is the continual renewing of our mind to the word of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.